Welcome to the GrassCast, the host of your show, Quab and Sean. Game on. Ah, welcome to the GrassCast, a show about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Sean. I'm Quab. Who else is here? Uh, I'm Kaven. And I'm Amon. This is our, our second episode of Trying to Play Time Watch. Last episode, you guys haven't listened. Back one episode, you can hear us all having a good time, making uh, making our characters, uh, starting to starting to learn about the game. So out of that, we've got uh, our three characters. We'll go. We'll go alphabetical. So uh, Amon. <laughs> Amon. <laughs> Why did you choose alphabetical? Is it like we, we have to go to our second he's last? Because he's last. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I would never. Uh, so I, I'm playing a human, uh, a member of the human species <laughs> of a nationality of Canadia. <laughs> Origin time 2020, but the apocalypse version. The one where, you know, it just gets worse, horribly worse. But I get rescued from that timeline. Uh, where I was a 40-year-old regional manager. Oh, do we get to know a regional manager of what? Or just... Oh. oh. It's okay. We can uh, find out later in your story. Yeah, we can find out up. later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What yeah. company still exists in the apocalypse that has regional managers? That's what we'll find out. Maybe maybe the timeline <laughs> alters so that he's regional manager of different things as we go along. That'd be great. Ooh. That's great. Let's <laughs> do that. <laughs> so I was rescued by time cops and trained to be a... What is it? What are they called? Uh, time watch Asians? Time watchers? The Watchmen time. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's really driving me in this job is that, like, uh, I'm I'm in the hunt for my cat, Mr. Bojangles, who got who got lost in the in the time river, and I'm trying to find him. What's um? How did you come up with the name, Mr. Bojangles? <laughs> I, I, I looked up that names. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yes. classic, classic Ben. Yeah, that sounds very much like Ben. Is this anything? Yeah. <laughs> so I am uh, John Don. I am a cyborg who has um, lived for an unknown amount of time. My age is unknown. I don't remember. I um, have parts of my organic material have sort of degraded and fallen off over time. I replaced them with cybernetics. Um, I know that I was originally from the ancient Roman Empire in the normal timeline. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure of most of my life. And my drive is sort of to gather my past memories and figure out where I've been, but also to sort of just keep surviving and keep moving on and do so sort of of my own free will. I'm kind of um, resistant to control. Okay. So you joined the time cops. <laughs> so you joined? <laughs> so I joined the time cops and I'm not sure why. Okay, <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find out soon. So wait. Wait, cool question. So, yeah, uh, we don't know your age, but like, if, if somebody were to look at you and guess your age, like, what would they ballpark it at? I'd say I have. Uh, I look. I look older. Maybe um, mid fifties. Gray hair. Uh -huh. Some of it's uh -huh. falling uh -huh. out. Beer belly. Mm, no, no. I'd say I'm probably. I'm probably. I'm probably decently fit. Uh -huh. um, I spend a lot of time moving around and going places. One of my arms is uh, cybernetic. The uh -huh. uh, one of my eyes is cybernetic. And um, it actually has a red glow through it, mm -hmm. um, which allows me to um, help detect lies. So I have some skill in that, um, vaguely in some way. My arm has scraped into it 
my name, John Dunn. And like, I know I'm from the Roman Empire. That's not a very Roman Empire name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I maybe have forgotten my name. Maybe I've just taken the moniker that was scraped into me for whatever reason, but I'm not mm -hmm. entirely sure. I'm trying to remember what letters uh, are used in Roman numerals. Do all those? I don't no. think J. That would have been a clever. Oh, idea. that would have been yeah. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm rewrite my name. Uh... <laughs> okay. Maybe one timeline J was a valid. Character. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, maybe, maybe the secret character. Quag, want to go next? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, uh, last. Uh, yeah, totally prepared. Totally. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, uh, I am playing Ramekin Brown. That is my mm -hmm. name. Uh, I am a human? Question mark. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> my nationality is thirty uh, four C clone vats. Uh, I think we established. I'm yeah. Korea mm -hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but that is uh, formerly Korea. I guess what we would call in our timeline. Uh, yeah. My origin time is thirty XX post event. Uh -huh. um yeah i'm not sure exactly what the event is history okay. kind of got wiped but uh, uh -huh. it's fine it's totally fine everything's cool uh and my profession before uh getting drafted was a performance drone uh yeah performance drone okay yeah uh my age is kind of hard to pin down um but i was generated so you, look, hmm? you look human yeah I, I definitely look human for sure okay uh yeah and I guess, like, in terms of physical attributes, it varies. It's variable. <laughs> you, you cl you're you a chameleon. You, you kind of shift. You can shift around, right? Yeah. So, like, I guess I can talk to you about my culture, like, uh, if, if you can even call it culture. Uh, mm. It was. <laughs> so I was generated as, like, a performance drone, which is, uh, it's like you would think a what the k-pop star mill is today okay. but like times a million with way more technology oh. um so we are trained in the art of dancing and singing and history uh mm -hmm. but also uh given certain abilities to morph to better connect with whatever demographics uh are mm -hmm. downloading our performance i feel like i hear I hear like when your character talks, it's like naturally auto-tuned to like please the person's <laughs> ear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I do like that. I think yeah, there is kind of person. Yeah, there is some like uh, there is some kind of vocal implants that can shift like to uh -huh. adjust my voice to whatever. So it's an entire range of the human voice and some uh, frequencies right. that humans can't even hear. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah, but I guess when I'm not like stretched out, it's weird because like I'm I'm not exactly sure what I look like. <laughs> so because yeah, it, okay. it's very it's very variable but like i guess uh -huh. when i'm not like stressed or when i would just be in my natural form i'd probably look like uh a 12 year old tilda swinton yeah, yeah you have that there i actually tried looking that up to see like is that a specific photo i don't see any specific <laughs> photos <laughs> okay so i'm staring at the person on google and i'm trying to imagine them younger yeah i mean tilda swinton's ageless <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you the Doctor Strange Tilda Swinton without hair? <laughs> no, no. I guess yeah. My hair does is can change, but it currently it's in kind of like a a nice nineteen uh, sixties bob with like. A... Yeah, no, it's it's all good. Like if you don't have all your character parts nailed down, I think it's cool just having that as part of the game. You kind of learn more about who your characters are and make it part of it. So that's okay. Yeah, I guess. I, and I'm not even talking on the meta level. Like, uh, my character themselves isn't quite sure because, <laughs> hmm. 
yeah like that's the kind of thing with the performance drones like there is kind of a little bit of forgetting your original form uh, because you've taken on so many forms Uh, i like that so from what i'm gathering so far there's different styles of games that we can play like depending on like if you want to be like just crazy action-packed sci-fi or pulpy or more kind of call of cthulhu like um so it does the whole range and then um in terms of like time scale we can do like one shots we can do something where it's like more like a show episodic so like a whole season kind of thing and it just has like one arc and then we kind of arc through different seasons or we can do just like a full like adventures campaign like full big story but obviously if we jump right into that it's going to be hard to craft a giant story like right off the bat and especially since i don't know how you guys like to play i don't know what you want to do and so i'm thinking it makes more sense to just get going try and do like a one shot kind of thing yeah sure so the thing i was the way i was trying to think about how to do it and i think it kind of fits nicely into just like the setup of the game and how everything is is working so you guys are newly minted agents of the citadel um and you know you've been trained you kind of gone through the police academy schooling kind of thing like you've just like you've you've taken your aptitude tests and like done that stuff but you haven't really you're not field ready yet so in order to train you for the field they have like basically like vr simulation kind of thing so you just run Uh, through a a famous like historical scenario you don't mess up the timeline but they kind of put you through the works and then it like it it has like it's almost like you're in a matrix bath so it's like yeah. tweaking your body as you're going so you're trying to get like enhanced and ready for your own um position which would nicely explain like kind of tweaking your abilities as you kind of play along and then i feel like out of that once we kind of do the simulations and your characters are ready then we can like all kind of come together and do like a bigger series or campaign or things like that so yeah, let's, let's let's Kobayashi yeah. Maru this shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we should just give up immediately, right? So yeah, it was impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Full works, right? I mean, if you want to remain the time cop, this is, this is the, the, the big the big brass are watching you right now. You'll you never find so. Mr. Bojangles with that attitude. <laughs> Honestly, keep trying to remember. <laughs> All right. So, do you guys think? Can you th- think of any? historical events like a good scenario historical event that would be good like put in a simulator this is how we test the field agent something that you guys maybe are interested in like kennedy assassination is the obvious but i was thinking about um uh preventing the assassination of archduke uh oh you want to do france ferdinand, france ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know or something else i just I, I was we'd have to pick one that you know a decent amount about Sean, so, right i mean google yeah. and wikipedia are my friends remember this this level is a simulation so things can be fudged it cannot be totally <laughs> right, historically that's inaccurate. fair absolutely what it's record just, survived exactly. to get to the citadel <laughs> also what dimension even are we in exactly is france, yeah, is france exactly. Ferdinand yeah. from austria or is he like uh yeah. like a raptor when you guys start the game you don't know how much the timeline has already been affected so there's no way of knowing uh, if that history is the true history so not, we're right? sending it to the to the right timeline so we want him dead right well as far as you know the timeline is correct right now and Mm -hmm. the way it works i I read a little bit into it um or different ways people play it right is um so time watch think of time watch it's a huge organization right and they have agents not not all active agents who are stopping threats there can be agents kind of like scattered throughout time 
So either as a person or they even might have instruments that are kind of just like little sensors that are sitting in different parts of time. I think in the machines, they're kind of like shielded from all the chronal changes. So they're, they're more constant, but they can see changes in the timeline, right? So maybe today there was only supposed to be a population that, of like 7 billion on the planet and all of a sudden it changes to five. So it might send off an alert like, hey, this is not a normal number for the population of the planet. Something has happened. Mm. So something will get picked up. It'll send a signal back to the Citadel saying like, hey, something's been, we got a signal from this time. That might not be the time where things have changed. It might just be the time where the ripples have picked up the change in that time space. So you go there to kind of start investigating and it might lead you to the focal point, right? Typically that's like a patrol style mission. That's kind of like you, like you're an active agent and messages come into the Citadel and you take them and go and investigate. I'm just realizing that um, I don't know who hired my character for this job, but how on earth am I going to blend in in fucking 1914 Austria? Right. You, you have I mean, you have a have a nice coat and <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. My my eye is a red laser. It's we, it's an astigmatism. An eye patch? You gotta have an eye patch? Yeah, yeah. Eye exactly. Patch. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, and also, again, we established Ben is perfect camouflage. <laughs> the best camouflage ever. So, are we gonna attempt the assassination of Franz Ferdinand as our first like test mission? feel like legitimately, I feel like, I, I, unless anybody else wants a specific thing, I, I feel like you just pick. Just tell us, and we'll just, yeah. we'll just mm-hmm. do shit. Yeah, that's okay. So maybe I need... Um, yeah, is there any, okay, is there any historical thing you're interested in, or that you know well, about, Sean? Like, do we want to do, like, a 10-minute intermission where Sean can go look stuff up? No, yeah, like, you, yeah. you guys, talk, no, just talk among yourselves. I'm just going to look through a couple of these cards and see if there's any good, like, there's, like, good starter campaigns and things like oh, that. Okay, yeah, just, yeah, sure. that something yeah. to get us going. Okay, I've got a few starter adventures that we can try. One is about sometimes embracing paradox is the only way to bring about your future. Mm-hmm. In this in this adventure, the agents set out to recruit one of Time Watch's greatest agents, only to find out the hard way that not everyone wants her alive. Oh, so this is you're trying to uh, recruit Amelia Earhart into Time Watch. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Good thing I didn't choose to be Amelia. <laughs> In order to successfully recruit their new agent, the characters need to stop the same enemy from several different eras, all attacking in different ways. There's another one called Queen of the Nile. So the New Testament has disappeared, and along with it, the entire time stream is becoming unstable. Wow. Whatever happened, it needs to be stopped. I don't know. Yeah, I'm good with that one. Uh, I mean, I went some to religious overtones. So yeah, there you go. Advantage there to understand why that would be super uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was from the Roman Empire, so presumably I should. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but I've forgotten. Synergy. The last one is um, a time traveling art thief accidentally causes his wife to never be born. After trying and failing to undo the problem, he uses the stolen art to attract Time Watch's attention in the hope that they will figure out how to restore her. This is a small-scale, intimate adventure. It's not the universe at stake, but the lives and loves of a couple people. So that one's a little, yeah, smaller uh, or more. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys are all standing at the the Time Watch Arcade, choosing from like a, a menu from like these three. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That one sounds. Good. Uh, I uh, I roll a die. Oh yeah, we could do that. I realized that I didn't remember what the die. Um, 
What's well, okay, we can do one, two is first, uh, three, four is second, and <laughs> five, six is the last option. So I shouldn't use this die that's like I found on the ground whilst walking once that has like <laughs> chips and shit in it. All right, good talk. Actual die. Good talk, friend. Okay, I have actual <laughs> dice. Just Absolutely. <laughs> Why? Why is that on your desk? Why is that within? <laughs> Is my lucky die? I I found it uh -huh. one day. I I've had it for years. I I'm, I'm I'm gonna bring it with me to my grave. We also have the <laughs> roll twenty thing that I set up that we can roll dice in. Yeah, that's true. We can do that. Okay, I'm gonna roll the die. What were the um? What were the numbers? One to two is. We don't need to do a one to two. It's 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 a roll twenty, right? You can roll yeah. inside the die you want. That's true. <laughs> okay. Roll that d three. One is the first one you said. Is the um Amelia Earhart. Two is the Nile, and three is uh artist. Yep. All right, we're doing the art. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular! We did it. <laughs> In the room, we're all staring at buttons. I roll my eyes and slam my hand on the table. <laughs> okay so you guys put on your vr goggle get up whatever it is um and you open your eyes and you are in the time watch building again because it's a simulation within a simulation so <laughs> you're in the citadel and you're being briefed by uh officer thomas Wu, who is a middle-aged balding invariably dressed in a suit and tie and always seems to be fighting off an imminent headache. So uh, you got your handler. He's a Phil Coulson type. Uh, Wu's eyes are both diamond. Oh, it goes a lot into Wu. I don't even know if it's going to be important. Uh, it's okay. I can, I, can, I can cut all this. That's right. That's right. It's just for you guys. Um, not for the audience. I, I, I love that this was like a, a movie and you hear like the narrator saying this and all of a sudden the narrator's like, oh man, this is a lot. Oh man, it keeps going. <laughs> Uh, are we, are we going to continue on this character? Like, should we just cut to the part? I'll just, just fast forward. Is it going to be yeah. necessary in the future? I don't know. So I focus, uh, I focus deeply on Wu's eyes. What do they look like? They are both, they are both diamond sharp and ice cold. He cares very... We could have missed that, guys. <laughs> it's a plot device. Um, he cares very little for the human cost of the mission he coordinates. He's not a happy guy. Got it. That's okay, so now you guys are very clear on briefing Officer Thomas Wu. Um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm waiting for, for the moment at the end where, like, like, did you see the culprit? No, his face was covered. But I did see his eyes. Diamond sharp. Diamond sharp. Nice gold. And we're like, got him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I really, I really hope that's it. So he shows you guys images of six paintings. So if you want to spend one right now to listen about, to, so you, you can make a remark about how you identified the paintings really smartly, you can. What was it? Was it um, contemporary history? Contemporary history, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll spend a point. Yes. And I, I, I know a lot of contemporary history because I, I watch um, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> on TV. I just watch TV at home. I That's watch so that a lot. That's so bad. Okay, so, so you you notice Ben is really like studying these paintings carefully. He seems to be contemplating him, um, evaluating them. Yeah, evaluating, <laughs> thinking about how much money he could get if he if he put them on the road. So you identify uh, the storm on the Sea of Galilee, uh, Shea Tortoni. And the concerts. These are all famous paintings, apparently. 
Good. Uh, stolen from Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in 1990. Okay. Uh, Agents with History Future. We got any of those? You're from the future, Bob. I am from the future, so I think I would. I kind of like making bullshit up, so I think I will spend a point. Future history? Yeah, I could see. I could see. Future history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's part of my awakening. Um, future history. All out of So, Quab uh, able, is able to identify Road Rage, Rising Waters, and Three Men in a suborbital skimmer to say nothing of the... Whoa, is this all one painting? Three men in a sub... <laughs> three men in a suborbital skimmer to say nothing of the dog. I think that's the name of a painting. So, there's another painting. It's from the future. Quab knows what it is. Got okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's my favorite part of the movie when they're there. He was like, "Whoa, man!" <laughs> he realizes this means that is some name. The name I mean, of the painting is three men in a suborbital skimmer to say nothing of the dog." All right, all right. I think we got We got to refer to our character names. The, the movies aren't like Ramekin. You're right? absolutely right. Have I been doing that? Oh, <laughs> I, I I hit Ben. I said Ben. You did hit Ben. Recognize yeah. it. So Ramekin and John Don. Okay. You can call me Rammy. My friends call me Rammy. Rammy. So uh, Rammy identifies those paintings. And um, anybody got notice? Uh, oh, I actually do have notice, I think. Let me... Oh. Yes, in technical abilities, I do have one notice. Woohoo. Okay. So you spot that uh, when the images are compared side by side with the originals, each has a face altered to look like the same dark-eyed, salt-and-pepper-haired man. It's subtle, such that the owners of these copies wouldn't be likely to notice, but becomes more obvious the more copies you see side-by-side side with the originals. Okay. Somebody painted a little dude in all these pictures. Okay, it's like a Where's Waldo throughout time. Mm-hmm. Ah. So there are copies of paintings subtly photobombed, owned legally by people who bought them knowing they were copies of famous art. So what? Boo says rhetorically. Oh, that's woo, by the way. Um, damn, that was my fr- that was my first woo. Hold on, I gotta. <laughs> you gotta feel woo. <clears throat> what does someone with cold ice eyes sound like? Stephen Harper. <laughs> um, so there are copies of paintings suddenly photobombed, owned legally by people who brought them, knowing they were copies of famous art. So what? Wu says rhetorically. <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yes. <laughs> These copies were purchased in and purchased in a an a goon quit a goon quit a goon quit Maine. Okay. There's a place called a goon quit Maine, and these were purchased there in 1998. Uh, and while it is possible that the first person to suddenly photobomb copies might have seen the first three there in the ISG museum. Before the 1990 robbery, <clears throat> odds are good that he did also make it to an asteroid unless he's a time traveler, which makes it our business. I need the team to go to 1998 and figure out what he's up to. Did you get all that? I, I, my character raises his hand. Yeah, your robot hand? John yeah, Don. my robot hand. It, it sort of like, it makes like a hydraulic pressure noise as it comes uh-huh. out. Yeah, I didn't really expect questions, but what? Um, I just what? What's a photo ball? <laughs> oh right, uh, and he's like flipping through his like uh, 
his time thesaurus to try and figure out like you, you, you uh, use the <laughs> what you use the word well no because he's got to like you know he's trying to figure out Translate. like what 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 time you're from like uh time scale time stream photobomb uh it's like a it's like someone takes a yeah it's like a statue but somebody chiseled a different face on it right exactly yeah listen listen i'm old but i understand what a picture is (laughs) (laughs) why ask you questions then john we're wasting everybody's time Listen, I, 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 I shake my head annoyance and say, "Let's move on." I'm only I'm only here to tell you the mission. I'm not here to <laughs> teach you the, the word photobomb. All right, get the fuck out of my office. Look, Wu's like two weeks away from retirement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, your first clue is that um, something about the art gallery in Algonquin. It's O G U N. Q-U-I-T, Agunquit. Let's just go with Algonquin. That sounds cooler. Sorry sorry to all our Agunquit main listeners. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess I guess we're assuming that he's a time traveler then. I don't know. I'm not convinced, but I guess if they're going to pay me, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know much about pre-event times, so I'm kind of interested about this 1998. Uh, let's, let's see what's cracking. What's, 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 what's the event? Oh, I don't want to talk about the event. <laughs> uh, that's that's a rude question. <laughs> I, I, I close my eyes and you see like a like a like a red glow under my eyelid, which is still organic, by the way. Uh, and I, uh, I, 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 I nod my head and say, I understand. Sometimes memories can be hard. <laughs> uh, Remy, Remy shakes her head. Was it was it was it just was it just out of character laughing, or were you guys nervously in character laughing as well? <laughs> mm, yes. John Don doesn't laugh. Okay, that's established. Okay. <laughs> Remy does. It's just like uh, social lubricant. <laughs> so to set the scene. Um, we were in the Citadel, we put on the VR goggles, and in the VR goggles, we are in the Citadel, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw Wu. And you met Wu. And now um, I'm just trying to figure out, so I guess, you know, you gotta do your first time travel. Okay. Um, Do do we we need to hop on the time bus or something to get there, or? Apparently, everybody has an autocron, which it looks like a, like a wand kind of thing that just is your time travel machine you need to do a travel test it says a simple difficulty for lost to paradox test i don't know what that means but then it says <laughs> <laughs> then it says just effectively roll a d6 you roll a one to three and lose two points of chrono stability whoa but also there's something about like if you're time traveling, like if one person time travels and the other two are nearby, you can kind of piggyback. So oh. I think only one person needs to take the risk. Oh, cool. Uh, I'll have to clarify that later. But this is a simulation. So, you know, no one dies. No one's going to get hurt. So who wants to travel first? I mean, yeah, I'll do it. Paying a stitch per trip bypasses the need for a travel, travel test. I assume we don't have whatever a stitch is. You guys don't have stitches yet? No. You can also use your autocron to kind of like teleport around. So if you wanted uh, to like go to another part in once you guys get there, 
but you still need to do a travel test. Yeah, so the, the whole paradox test, the 4-2 thing just means it's a difficulty of 4, and if you lose, you lose 2 points. Oh, okay, but I do it no matter what. Yeah, it, it looks like you can, it's a paradox test. You can spend, for other paradox tests, including this one, you can spend chrono stability points to improve your roll. But if the, if the chances you lose 2 points, that doesn't make sense. I rolled a 1. <laughs> you lose 2 chrono stability, oh no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I um very sort of groggily and not really not really used to this whole virtual reality situation here. I'm not used to this newfangled technology that lets you see memes, but in real life, <laughs> I, uh, I I hit the wrong button, and uh, it, it it sort of messes up. Yeah, you put you put a one where a eight should be. Okay, so you guys all land in a goon quit maine 1998 yeah what i know about maine is from uh john hodgman uh the the pc guy from right or, yeah yeah i'm a pc from the mac commercials um he's wrote a series of books and i understand it has very painful beaches with sharp sharp rocks so i think we land on a painful beach with sharp sharp mm-hmm. rocks how sharp? Diamond sharp? I, think I, sharp <laughs> I mean, what season is it? I'm not sure. What day of the year? <laughs> so as of, the, as of the 2010 census, Agunquit, Maine has a population of 892 people. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it might be a little hard to just blend in. Uh, okay. uh, well, I mean, not for we, me. We have bets. <laughs> It means a beautiful place by the sea in a Benaki Native American language. Mm. Rami breathes in the air. This is all. This is all information that you were briefed on, you know, as you were kind of going mm-hmm. through the, the, the time stream. Yeah. I um, swap my head quickly left and right, and a a very large red laser sweeps across the. Uh, <laughs> the field, and I realize, oh right, and I, I take out I take out my. Um, your eye patch. My very deliberately thickly opaque eye patch. Like it's got like an inch of material on it. And I put it over I put it over my eye. I um adjust my coat and put on a couple gloves. And uh I'm wearing like like a like a like a heavy black coat to hide my uh, arm. Is it summer? Is it winter? What is it like a Yeah, it's spring summer, like weather's getting nice. Um Okay, Ooh. I um I sigh and say, "Be nice uh, to be able to change forms, Rami." Hmm? What's I have up? to wear this. I have to wear this thick coat and this blistering heat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I always like to get a brief before we jump, like to know, you know, what's the weather like from the reports and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> it it is nice uh, to be a chameleon, though. Uh, I I'm not sure. I I should probably should look into the gear. This is Quab talking, <laughs> but like I was wondering, like, do I have outfits that can like transform with me? Like I was thinking of like a hologram, a solid hologram, like hard hologram or something. Yeah, I think Rami has something which is uses hard light, um, which uh, can fabricate outfits. Um, to she can't really do inorganic matter with her form shifting, but uh, mm-hmm. besides like hair and nails and stuff like that, but. Uh, her outfit also uh, glows white and uh, turns into an, a, a time-appropriate uh, outfit. Uh, 1998, that was probably... Oof. <laughs> oh, what, what are the 90s like? 
Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of seashell necklaces. Puka shell necklace. Yeah. What Puka would shell necklaces. Like? Yeah. I don't think low rise jeans weren't a thing yet, were they? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, maybe maybe the timing's a little bit off. Yeah, so Rami's gonna have low rise jeans. Uh and yeah, like a cool cool t shirt for that says modern band on it. I've decided I'm wearing I'm wearing I'm wearing just a heavy uh, like a heavy suit with uh, like a black suit with black gloves. Like, I just look like I'm gonna nice, murder something. <laughs> I look like the FBI. <laughs> yeah, we totally we totally look cool together. <laughs> uh Ben, Ben, what are you fashioning? Uh Ben Ben is just wearing business casual. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't even go anywhere special he just looked into his wardrobe and found this is casual clothes yeah. <laughs> each time watch agent is going to have standard issue gear um, just so you kind of know what you're going into with a mission um, so we already mentioned the autocron um, they do describe it. it it looks like a 33 centimeter long metal bar with no visible controls when it's inactive so it's just like a it looks just like a metal bar that somehow teleports you through time Oh, cool. Um, oh, when inactive, their rod can be used in combat. So if you can smack people with it, too, it's not just for time traveling. Nice. 30 centimeters. So, like a ruler, like a school ruler sized rod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You can, cool. A closed autocron can be hacked to open and activate, typically requires a difficulty six tinkering test. Ah, uh, okay. Um, What's my tinkering? Haha. <laughs> extends one meter. When it's activated, it extends one meter to act as a set of handlebars. Holographic controls project out of the, the bar. You can like set your destinations and then, you know, fancy uh, Star Trek stuff. Oh, that's very cool. Nice. Yeah. So it's like a, a holographic image that comes out of your bar, I guess. You also get uh, impersonator mesh. This uh, is a transparent psi active device that sits directly on the agent's skin and immediately blends in with the skin to become almost invisible. Uh, um, s- samples nearby thoughts. Whoa. Whoa. Samples samples what? nearby thoughts and causes observers to be casually uninterested in any individual wearing the mesh. We don't need uh, any of you what, guys. What are we doing? What are we doing? So, <laughs> nickname, it's nicknamed Ben Cloth. <laughs> what are we doing on this mission? I Why was I Cloth recruited? And I- I ditched the suit. I'm like, I am, I am, I go full cyborg. All right. It grants a plus three stealth modifier on unobtrusiveness tests, so long as the agent has not yet brought attention to himself in some way. I feel like if Ben wore this, it would cause like a a, a time <laughs> It's gonna flink into existence. Um, so you also got a you also get a med kit, which don't really need to explain. Um, okay. M E M tags. They act as a chrono beacon for time watch technicians in the far future to kidnap. The, oh, to kidnap the subject with a directed tachyon beam. So it's kind of like you throw oh. it on somebody and like. Beam them, beam them to the citadel, kind of thing. We have bullshit. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, they're they're like time wow. cop, time cop ham, handcuffs that can automatically transport them to your to your brig in in the citadel. Wasn't what do we what do we say? Do you have to like get the get it around them, or is it like just like uh, uh, you just hit them with it? Whoa! Subjects are kidnapped, mind wiped, given reconstructed memories, and returned to their same locations a few a few milliseconds later. So you can literally just abduct someone, wipe. If someone sees you do some crazy shit, you can put them on this. You can put these on them. 
teleport them to the citadel, wipe their minds, and then pop them back before they knew what happened. This is like the aggressive version of the Man in Black flash. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It's a very, yeah, it's a very aggressive but like a lot shadier. <laughs> yeah, take you back. They take you back to the base. Get your credit card in. Front. <laughs> take all your take all your personal effects. Uh, so you also get something called the Pacifist Neural Disruptor. That sounds fun. Okay. Uh, it's a stun gun. We get all of this. Apparently, this is a standard issue. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so you guys are in main um you kind of know bagley the the mission that you're on here you're you're here for so it's really up to you guys like where do you want to start with this so this is a small town right um yeah. we're looking for like uh uh somebody i'm gonna assume we're looking for the dude in the painting that was drawn on the painting i don't know whether or not he actually looks oh, like that but that's gonna awesome. be my guess uh okay. so why don't we go to like a local bar or something and like look for somebody that looks like him so we, we could also try to figure out where it was purchased from. Yeah, the gallery or something. Was it purchased in this city? Uh, yeah, purchased um, at this art gallery, the the Stuart Gardner Museum. Okay. Okay. So I um, I look around and I, uh, I, look, I look at Ben and I said, Ben, this is like, this is where you're from, right? This is pretty inconspicuous. This, I feel like this is exactly where you're from. Where's the art gallery? I mean... I've never, I've, I've never had time to to visit Maine, Most, mostly <laughs> been in Canada. But uh, I guess, I guess we could ask around. Okay. Yeah. Are there any people around where you are currently? Yeah. Where are we currently? We're on the beach. I think we're on a painful beach. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said somewhere inconspicuous, so you guys could just be on the beach somewhere, or you know, in in the wilderness. What do you, what do you think? The beach. Where, is where, fine. Where, the beach. Okay. So uh, an, a cyborg, a K-pop star, and Ben are all chilling on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll put. I guess I'll put my eye patch on and things. I don't know what exactly this Ben cloth does, but uh, I'll uh, I'll put it on just in case. And um, is there anybody around me that's not us? Yeah, you know, there there there's a few couples just sunbathing and enjoying nice weather it's a notoriously painful beach but yes <laughs> wait wait hold on um we have tethers right yeah, like yeah. you said they're like our iphones can we just, can, yeah. can we just like google maps it to the place no 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 i'm gonna kidnap somebody yes <laughs> <laughs> fine we'll look it up on google maps <laughs> the little like uh chaperone mode comes on in the vr it's like this is probably a bad idea do you want to think about it i hate the chaperone <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there was actually a museum theft at this museum in march 21st 1990 Okay, so this has like history. So this is this is a thing, apparently. Yeah. Okay, so we're learning. This game is about learning. But mm. I think this is a I think this is a twist on it because that thief mm. obviously wasn't a time traveler, or was he? Um, are there any cabs to hail, or do we need to call a cab? Yeah. How how far away is the museum from us? You're gonna just gonna catch a cab or something? Yeah. Do okay. How does money work? How does money work? Well, it, it's it's 1998. Um, I I don't remember like like uh, do cabs tend to have accepted credit cards then? I don't think probably so. not. So probably okay, cash, right? I, it, whatever it doesn't matter. I hail a cab. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Let's let's figure these questions out together. 
yeah, I, I like the hardest problem we're trying to solve is how do we get this cab to take this somewhere? <laughs> Um, I, I, I have a cab. Does this one come by or am I, am I too creepy with my patch? Uh, do, do random cabs drive by the beach? That's a, a good question. In a town of population 800. Is that, is that, is that a no? Is that a no? There's yeah. no such thing as cell phones in this world, right? You know what? I walk up to the people on the beach and I go, um, excuse me. Uh, I need a cab or a car. Do you have a car? Can I have it? Um, n- no, you, you can't have my car, but, um, you know, I-, I think I have the number for a local cab company if you need it. Oh, excellent. Um, do you also have a phone? Fo- at my house, yeah. Where, Where's your house? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> pretty far, sir. Um, I don't know. I-, I don't know if I can really help you like that. So what does this, what do these handcuffs do? What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Um, I, I also do want to know, are, are these like one-time handcuffs? Or are these like anytime handcuffs? <laughs> we haven't even, we haven't even made out of the first scene kidnapping people on the beach. There's um, no one else, and I don't know where the art gallery is. <laughs> I'm not walking 30 minutes. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, you, you cave in art don't have to walk. You can just make it. <laughs> no, my character is not walking there. Oh, okay. Um, a wandering cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> From with, throughout time, I'm sure they're walking. Do you do you really want to handcuff this couple on the beach? Should I look that up, or or do you want to plan another course? Uh, fine, I won't handcuff the couple on the beach. I'll say uh, okay, thank you, and leave. But um, I would okay. like to know in the future to potentially how how handcuffs work. Okay. <laughs> For sure. I'll, I'll follow up on that. Okay, so let me ask this. There aren't cell phones. Like, everything is landline. Would my tether be able to hack into it nonetheless and emit a call out? Okay, let, let, let's assume that you, you've arrived at a beach that's close enough to the, the main city that you can, like, that there are cabs or other cars kind of driving by. It's not like you're completely desolate, but um, with that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, okay, I think not far from the beach, we walk towards a payphone, um, and there is a book inside. <laughs> I think I walk up oh, to the road weird. and just start, just start like trying to hail down the next, next coming cab. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfor- unfortunately, nobody really notices Ben, so they all kind of drive past. <laughs> uh, okay, I walk yeah. over next to Ben. I'm e- easily a foot taller than him, and uh-huh. I hail a cab. <laughs> okay, one, one stops eventually. Um, uh, excuse me, sir. We need to go to the art gallery. Is this, is this the voice you're going with? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the Stuart Gardner Museum, I take it? Sure, yes. Is there more than one art gallery in this town? Um, you know what? I don't know, but that's a good question. I should really think about that. Uh, (laughs) Are you a cat member here? (laughs) Oh shit! They're on to me. <laughs> he peels off. <laughs> I said, "Let's just take us there," and and I just get I just get in the back. Okay. Um. Yeah, I get in as well. Yeah, I, 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 I assume we don't have money, by the way. You, yeah, I get in the front seat, but at this point, I'm I'm just well, let me look one thing up. Uh, when did "Hit Me, Baby" one more time come out? Uh, <laughs> What's the just what is the top song of nineteen ninety eight? Yeah, top song of nineteen ninety eight. Uh 
too close. The boy is mine. This kiss. I don't want to miss a thing. I honestly don't recognize most of these songs. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, this kiss is Shania Twain, I think. Or Cheryl Crow. Which one? One of those. Okay, anyway, I look like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> uh, and I get in the front seat and I'm like, I say, well, it would be so thankful. We're so thankful to you uh, if you could get us there in a timely manner. Um, I don't know if he recognizes me or not. Um, as Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> recognizes me. Is there anything I have to roll to transform? I, I wonder if I need to do like a stealth check. <laughs> what are you what are you transforming into? Uh I guess we didn't get into any trouble yet. I I just I okay. <laughs> he, he wants to be he wants to be Cheryl Crow. Shania Twain Cheryl Crow. Or whoever uh, Bob is looks like the person who wrote the top song in nineteen ninety eight as he gets into the cap. Gotcha. Do you want me to look up who that is? No, 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 no. I'm uh, You wanna know if you can do it. Yeah. Like do I need to do uh oh it's faith hill okay <laughs> i look yeah I, I like if i need to shift into a different yeah form, uh i guess uh, I'll, I'll just hide behind john john um this is not my john, name john don you have you have a disguise ability right so you can make yourself look like a different person yeah i guess it's not anything special and we also uh, have the psychic thing that makes us unobtrusive but i guess i i'll like turn that off to maybe look a little fancier so you guys are in the cab cab drivers you know so where are you guys from he's he keeps keeps glancing at you but he's like okay i don't think i picked up faith hill randomly in maine but <laughs> i i i engage in a, a small talk with with a, with a cab driver talking about uh how, how we're on our way to uh uh the other regional branch uh out in um what's the capital of Maine? Uh Spacone? Spacone. <laughs> I oh, don't know. Went, Port, I just... Portland's nearby. We're, we're oh actually actually Boston. We're going to Boston. Yeah. Uh no. we, 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 Massachusetts. We drop on. Yeah. Okay, so are we in a okay. cab? Yeah, so you're on a cab. <laughs> this is gonna take forever. <laughs> I think it took uh... us forty minutes to get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of buildup to it. We had to pick the scenario. We had to get our gear. We had to time. We time traveled, guys. Isn't that what just like that's like breathing in this universe? But this is a simulation. We didn't actually. Time that's travel. true. We're standing still. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone nowhere. In in your mind, you've experienced the joys of time travel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The joys. Yes, it's like right. a drug. You just gotta keep doing it. Yeah. Is it you broke? Uh, you know what? That's a good point. Like, how does time travel feel? Probably in this? not for the Is guy it... who lost some chronal stability. That's I love bad. losing chronal stability. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a sadist. I get it. <laughs> oh no, no, not a sadist. A masochist. masochist. You're a masochist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I won't yuck your yums. That's cool. <laughs> so we we have just arrived at the art museum, mm-hmm. and um, the cab driver says, "Okay, twenty dollars, please." I, I say thank you, and I open the door and I leave. Okay. Uh, no, no, wait. You haven't haven't I just yet. Walk away. I just walk well, away. Yeah. I just walk to other people well, in the well, cab. So, so th- this is what the magician would call a misdirection. So while the cab driver is looking at <laughs> John Don, I just get out. <laughs> <laughs> sir, right. sir, no, sir, sir, sir. 
<laughs> and then Rammy's still then, in the car. Yeah, uh, he's just looking at Ramekin like. Yeah, uh, Ramekin opens uh, uh, her purse. I guess she manifested a purse uh, and ruffles through. Um, I was like, oh, this is so strange. All I have is this Faith Hill CD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> retail price forty dollars. There you go, sir. And Ramekin gets out of the car. <laughs> kind of looks at it and he's like, uh... "If you could have pulled everything, anything out of out of your purse, why would you prefer the CD over just cash?" <laughs> this is Ramekin's thing. Music is worth way more than cash. Uh, bye. <laughs> so he's he's so charmed by you giving him a CD that he's like, okay, thank you, Miss Hill. <laughs> so you're standing in front of this uh, art gallery. So it's uh it's uh just you know um some local art dealer. It's his his little shop. So what do you uh, what do you guys do? Is, is, this is this is like downtown. Then I assume um yeah i mean you I mean this, this town just only has a main street so it's kind of like you know a, a little bit off the main street so a guy greets you there um and you notice it's the same should be the same person from who's been photobombing the paintings it's like that same oh, same oh looking person okay. and he's like oh Remote welcome of, i thought you were say well, the same taxi cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've only interacted with like a few other people. You've, you've, the created, you've, cre- you've created a paradox where that Faith Hill CD was worth more than you, you realized and now he owns a park gallery. Um, so we, oh, welcome gentlemen. Um, what brings you into my shop today? We require paintings. Uh, well, you're in luck. That's that's kind of what I do. What, what one are you looking for in particular? Uh, we know the names of these paintings, right? You do. I say them all. Uh, quite a list. Um, those, yeah, I I heard most of those got stolen a few years back. Uh, I I don't think we have. I mean, obviously, we don't have any connection to these. Um. These you paintings seem suspicious. Uh, the, I want to, I want to, I want to use my magical ability to determine whether or not people are lying. Okay. <laughs> what, what you have? I don't know. I have one point right? in whatever it is. It's falsehood. Falsehood detection. Falsehood detection. Yeah. You can tell that he's lying. Okay. You are lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's kind of rude. Uh, you don't even know me. Okay, Rami is gonna say, "Well, how about this one?" And Rami, I I'm gonna say, <laughs> uh, Rami has like a book uh, that she takes out and opens it to the page with the future painting that was taken from the angle of the asteroid uh, with the dude's face in it, and shows it to him. Have you seen this? This, mm. uh, yes. um, that I've never seen anything like that. That's wow. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, well, I might have created a paradox. <laughs> are you worried this isn't the guy that actually did it? Like, it's like yeah, it's just or the, or, or I just gave him the idea to do it. <laughs> Is that a paradox? Uh, um, that seems consistent. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I feel like we're doing real bad on the test. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta be honest. You hear a voice in the in the VR headset, just like you're doing your best, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I like how supportive. Yeah, is that that can't be woo? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that's these, obviously these are just like pre pre programmed. <laughs> it's like Siri responses. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. You have to see the forest through the trees. <laughs> I look around for like some anything weird. Like I'm thinking maybe uh-huh. they're hidden like in like a place with a trap door or they're behind other paintings or they're painted over or something. I'm looking for anything that looks weird like that. Hmm. Okay. Do you have any skills that would lend itself? It would be notice? Notice, notice, sure. notice would be I, good. Yeah. I, I, I can notice things. Okay. You do notice that maybe there's like a uh, like crack, or you know, it, it looks like there could be like a push away door, maybe against one of the walls where one of the paintings are. Sweet. So I just push on it. I don't. I don't <laughs> make it secret. I don't. I just do it. I'm gonna say it's difficulty five. So I I roll a d6 to get a five, but I can add points to it. Is that the idea? Yeah. If you Do get a... I roll first or roll last? You you add you add before you roll. Yeah. Add before I roll. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm better at athletics. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have eight athletics. Yeah. I mean, you're a freaking robot Roman, <laughs> but you are also very old. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's it's difficulty five. So I'm gonna add three. Okay. 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 And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. So yeah. you said you have eight, right? Which means that that's sort of like your your max pool size, and then basically like you start this like you have yeah. eight points to spend, and then at the end of yeah. the session, roughly speaking, they replenish. Yeah. Basically, back yeah. up to eight. Yeah, because eight eight is the like the most difficult thing that can make something. So if you had to, you could spend all eight points and pass. So I spent three and uh, roll one to six. Yeah. Right? Go for it. Six. Don't roll a one. It's all that matters. Thank you very much, game. I didn't need to spend any points at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you got a five. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, So it kind of kathunks and it swings open. And yeah, you just see like a treasure trove of all of these different paintings um, sitting there stacked. And the guy looks at you and looks at the other guys and then just starts like weeping uncontrollably like oh my god i'm so sorry what's happening um so he just like confesses the whole thing um and yeah (laughs) and you win um i i i do have a point a point in reassurance it's okay just just tell us what happened i just go looking through the paintings while they're talking (laughs) yeah i'll be i'll be i'll be with the dude uh and he'd be like please please just you know i'll I'll pay whatever price i have to pay and i'll do my time but just help my wife hey hey dude what's your name (laughs) um it's it's arthur ah okay gotcha arthur it's gonna be okay. Um, oh, I okay, don't. That makes me what? Feel better. Yeah, yeah. What? What are you talking about? Start, Help your wife. Start from the beginning. <laughs> um. So he reveals to you that his wife Mo Maliha, um, what had disappeared when he came home after the two heists. So 
he stole the after stealing the uh, ones in the 90s and then went to that asteroid and stole those ones. He came back and his wife was gone. When did he steal the one the asteroid? Um, that was when you were when you were first being shown the paintings. You shown the ones that got stolen in the, in the 1990 Which art ones, heist. Yeah. And then there was a... So he said, what time? 2230, 2231. Oh, okay. So he's so a time traveler. Yeah, so this is a time traveling thief. So. Uh, okay, was... So there was another guy in the 1990 heist. Does this guy always work alone? Mm, yeah, there may have. I mean, it could have just been him. It might, it might have been him and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It could be the story. Or he just found somebody. Um, <laughs> Were there paintings in... There are paintings just in the two eras, right? There was the 1990 heist and the, and the asteroid heist. There were just the two heists? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you reassured him, and you know, like he, he's feeling a little, a little better, and, and and he's feeling like, yeah, he opened up to you guys, and, and you all comforted him, so now he's feeling very like vulnerable. So he's telling you a lot more than he maybe should. Um, so he does like, he does want to help. He does want you guys to help. So he does. Um, he paints a little portrait of uh, Maliha's appearance. Hmm. Um, so you have that, and uh, she, he also tells you that um, she's an expert on time travel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, wait, they're doing this. Did I find the paintings? Um, yeah, you did. Nice. I come out with the, with the paintings. I walk up to my compatriots, and I say, uh, oh, oh do, do, are these ones doctored or no? Uh, yeah, they, they, they are doctored. Oh, they all have his little face. Okay. Yep, they got, oh, got his little face on it. Okay, I come up to my compatriots and I say, uh, I look at him and I say, are these the real ones? Yeah, yeah, they are. Whoa, Why dude. did you ruin them? Yeah, that's crazy. You know what? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking to you guys anymore until you get my wife safe and sound, and then I'll help. Um, <laughs> should he we reassure you? <laughs> what? I mean, Ben reassured you. <laughs> And yeah, I appreciate that. But you know what? Now, time's a wasting, pun intended. I stand up so, real tall and I say, you are not in a position to bargain here, my friend. Oh, I have like eight in intimidation. I should probably eight? <laughs> you, you, Oh my God. You, you, you should threaten to like throw him into Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> we could just straight up throw i don't i feel like we could just kidnap them right we, or we could do that and then we could just I like mean, interrogate them and then we could yeah. bring them back without a his change wife, of memory. his wife was the time traveler like and yeah he could live a life with uh, no knowledge of uh time travel <laughs> i think we solved the problem <laughs> wait, wait wait but but more importantly right like he wants his wife back right can we go back in time and get his wife bring it <laughs> yeah okay would be a paradox right i, I think we saw no 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 it, it, it's consistent we we got her but but you then we her. would never have left to go get her oh uh wait does, does like 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 i i get that arthur doesn't want to tell us more about the paintings but he's got to help us more about like how to find his wife he wants us to help him find his wife like when did she go missing why did she go missing? Who who caused her to go missing? If she, was she kidnapped? What does he know? I interrupt my friend Ben and I say, yes, Ben has a bunch of important questions. But listen, we 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 will help you. I promise we will help you. But first, I need to know what, why these paintings are 
messed up and give me, I want the I want the I want you to fix it. Uh, I don't know. I just we just thought it was funny. You thought it was funny to point your painting and to point your face on a bunch of paintings. Yeah, we wanted to leave our mark not only in his like not only in our time but in all of time. I mean, that's what every great artist dreams of, you know? Mm. Did your wife in here then as well? If you say we wanted to leave our mark. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Again, I'm not helping you guys anymore until you get my wife back. Dude, I'm done talking. I don't think we have enough information to help you. Uh, <laughs> did, was, did you have any enemies? Like, how many people did you piss off throughout time doing your little shenanigans? Listen, you know, I know you guys are time travelers. If you don't believe me, why don't you just go back to when we stole the art and see for yourself? Okay, we could do that. Why don't we bring you with us? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Excuse right. me? I, I take know. off my eye patch <laughs> and the la- red laser glares right into his eyes. Oh, God. What the? What is that? Oh, my God. Has, uh, has Terminator come out in 1998? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. T- T2. Like, oh, my God. No. T2. Yeah, for sure. It's real. <laughs> Terminators are real. You know which future I'm from. I think how shocked he is despite having gone to the future. (laughs) I suppose I could turn into his wife. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, while while John is intimidating, I sneak back and transform into uh, his wife, I guess based on the painting he did. (laughs) Do you do like a Sailor Moon transformation? Yeah, every every time I transform, it is a sale. I was actually thinking that before you even said that. I need to write that down on my card. But yes, it's always a uh, long <laughs> transformation. I'm pretty much a magical girl. Uh, yeah. So there's just light coming from that dark room with all the the uh, <laughs> paintings, and then his wife walks out. And says Arthur, Maliha, is that you? We found your wife. Now fix painting. <laughs> and, and he kind of looks at all you guys like what you never thought i've dealt with time watch before um and then he looks at maliha and says like where do we first meet <laughs> uh, guys quickly okay. let's go back in time and then reappear at exactly the yeah, moment yeah. And answer the question <laughs> But will we face ourselves if we went back in time and then came here? No, no, no. We will we'll time it out perfectly. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, let's roll for it, baby. <laughs> this is training. This is training. <laughs> okay, what's happening? Okay, so we're... Uh, so I, as Malia, say, uh, one sec. You guys, you guys pull are so out. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I feel like legitimately... We could just cuff him. Yeah. Ask him the answer to the question. (laughs) Yeah. Does he have like an anti cuffing device? Like, maybe he does. Like, Sean. Yeah. Like, we're going to try to cuff him. For training purposes, when you try to cuff him, like, you just see like the big red X and like, (laughs) we have a magical cuffing device. Yeah. We're going to try to use it. Well, we're we're at the point where we're trying to trick him and he's not buying it. No, he's not going to buy it. And that's totally fair. Like, I, I believe, like, no, I believe he would understand. Like, yeah, there's chameleons. Chameleons exist. Um, right. He's he's probably seen some shit. Um, 
and I guess I would just more use it as uh, psychological warfare to try to more interrogate mm. <laughs> to get more information out. Anyway, that was a good way to end this. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's pretty yeah, well that's played. <laughs> well played, Quab. Well played. Oh wait, oh, are Papers we playing? Yeah, yeah, we can do it. <laughs> we can do it. I'm just, yeah, whatever. In the last, in the last is, minute. Is, is, is this episode canon? Yeah, one hundred percent. Where this absolutely matters. <laughs> okay, this is the uh, the quintessential episode. <laughs> you ready? Put it. Okay, locking it in. Yeah, sure. I'm locking it in. Uh, okay, ready? Yeah, this is why we shouldn't do it at the end of the episode because you're so pissed at this. Point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> three. <laughs> Two, one. All right. Scissors, both scissors, both scissors. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. None of that quab is canon. (laughs) (laughs) Can you even see? (laughs) Yeah, I can. Vaguely. If you move slowly, it's a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) You you look like that dude from Take On Me. Oh, yeah. This is quality content. Oh, yeah. gosh. that's how we end it. Well played.